All right, welcome back to the Lindroth Hockey Podcast. We are in partnership with the Black and Gold Hockey, Hockey Productions. You're here with co-host, father and son duo, Andrew and Jim Lindroth. Dad, how are you doing today? Doing great, Andrew. So we're heading uh, back over uh, across the pond again, going to the Elite League in the UK. This time talking to British, uh, uh, sorry, UK-born, actually Scottish-born player, and uh, uh, for the Dundee Stars. So he's our first Dundee Star player, I believe, Andrew, correct? Uh, one of the first, yeah. So today we're excited to have with us Ben Brown. So Ben began playing for the Dundee Stars U16 and U20 team from 2017 till 2020, and then eventually signed to the Dundee Comets and the SNL and the Dundee Stars at the EIHL, splitting his time evenly between the two clubs the past two years, including this season where he's currently um, on the teams and he's been doing really well with the Comets. He's got the call up again to the Stars and has been doing well. So without further ado, we're excited to welcome Ben Brown. Ben, how are you doing today, sir? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Thank you for having me on. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to be on. Yeah, yeah man, ben, thank you for taking the time. Ben, I apologize. I, I started with British, but you're Scottish. So, uh, yeah, you know, on, my, my American ignorance, I'm sorry, but I'm glad I caught that. <laughs> no, e- either or. I'm, I'm, I'm Scottish and British. It's uh, <laughs> the same thing. Well, Ben, we've we've had on some some guys recently from that Scottish area, and uh, obviously because we've been starting to get into the EIHL hockey, we've been trying to you know get answers or see how hockey's promoted in that area. But Scotland, pretty small area. We heard that sometimes it's not the easiest to try and promote hockey there. There's not tons of resources, but there are some. Can you talk to us about growing up in Scotland? And uh, maybe the resources and things you had or didn't have trying to become the pro hockey player you are now. Yeah, so, I mean, I, when, when you're young, when you're between the ages of maybe when you first started up until about maybe maybe 10, 11 years old, you're only skiing once a week for 45 minutes or an hour a week. And then uh, eventually, I think as you progressively get older, and if you progressively get better, you can start to train with the older age groups. So you're just doubling your time. You can go two hours, maybe an hour and a half a week. But it's, uh, yeah, you're normally, when, you, when you're a young kid playing in Scotland, you're always only going to be skating maybe an hour, two hours a week max. And then uh, once you hit the age of about 16, and if you get the call up to, you know, like the SNL, like I did, uh you'll get another hour, maybe another two hours a week. So I think the ice time kind of just progressively gets more and more as you grow up. And uh, yeah, it just gets more and more as you get older, really. That's uh, that's about the size of it. So you uh, are unique, at least in your stats, where you've played, you grew up and you played in Dundee. You haven't uh, really traveled around. What is it like to... Uh, play pro hockey in your hometown yeah it's uh it's it's pretty cool it's pretty cool being able to play uh in front of the team that you know i kind of grew up watching and growing up being like oh i want to play for the stars when i'm older and stuff and uh but to have this opportunity it's uh it's it's a great thing and it's it's nice being able to play in my hometown in front of my family and my friends and stuff so they can all come watch me whenever and yeah, it's cool and it's a it's a great feeling. So, so let me I just do, go ahead. Dan. Go ahead, Andrew. No, go ahead, Andrew. Well, I was just curious, um, talking about us a little bit too. Um, 
you have pl- you're playing for the U16, U20 Dundee Stars. Is this a pipeline for the prospects directly to the EIHL team? Can you kind of talk to us about that? Yeah, so I mean, uh, the, the pipeline kind of goes, so you'll go your juniors, like your U12, 14, 16, and then it, it, it's been changing a lot between, you know, maybe 18s, 19s, 20s. But then from there, you kind of go there to the SNL, where I'm two-way to just now. And then you kind of, that's kind of where you'd adapt to kind of men's hockey. And then from there, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of options you can take from uh, from playing in the SNL. Like you can you can maybe get the meet an offer to go to like Solway, who are in the NIHL one. Uh, if not, then I mean you can if you if you work hard enough and you're good enough, then you can maybe get the the IHL call up like I did. I was very fortunate at the time uh, to get the call up, but yeah, that so it, it kind of just goes from juniors to the SNL is the the men's league after juniors, and then the elite league is the next step in Scottish hockey anyway. But um, yeah, the the comets is kind of the the feeder team from the juniors. So, the junior we hear, so, you know, everything's Dundee for our American listeners and North American listeners, I should say, uh, talk to us a little bit about the town. What is Dundee like? Uh, well, I, I mean, I, I love it. I love living here. It's a, uh, it's a great city. Uh, <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot to do. Uh, there's a lot to do, a lot of nice spots. And uh, even if you know, like you've lived in Dundee, like me, for a long time. Uh, there's a lot of places, you know, just outside Dundee, maybe 20, 30 minutes drive away that you can go and see some cool stuff. And yeah, it's a great city. And uh, obviously, I don't know if you know, but Grand Theft Auto actually has some uh, Dundee basins on it. If you didn't oh, know really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like, uh, well, so Rockstar Games kind of started in Dundee, I'm pretty sure. So, like, even on, like, Grand Theft Auto Five, uh, the buses are based on, like, Dundee buses and stuff. So, that's pretty cool. There's a lot, like of, a lot of famous stuff. A lot of famous stuff comes out of Dundee, so. Wow. Interesting. Well, so, Ben, you eventually signed um, to the Dundee Comets in 2020 um, to get started in the SNL. And, obviously, we're not too familiar with the SNL League. So, can you talk to us about that? Is it a pro league? Obviously, uh, direct affiliate talk to us about that so the snl um some people could say it's like an amateur league some would say it's semi-pro for me i'd say it's semi-pro over the last well since i started playing in the snl compared to now the the quality it just keeps getting better every year because obviously there's all these all these young kids will be making like their first steps into men's hockey in the snl so there's all these talented kids coming through and the teams are getting better and you know, it's, 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 it's getting into a semi-pro league and uh, it's definitely getting more competitive as time goes on. So it's it's good to see. And uh, yeah, it's probably about a semi-pro team. And like I say, it's kind of just the, the feeder team from juniors into men's hockey. So I have to laugh a little bit because I'm 54 and, you know, you're talking about all oh, these kids coming up and you just turned 19. So uh, <laughs> I, I get where you're coming from. You're talking about younger players than you, but you're only 19 just starting yeah. out. Anyway, anyway. Uh, so talk to us about the first call up where you, uh, you know, you got a two way deal and you play in the elite league uh, with the stars. How did that come about? 
uh, and talk to us about the experience. Do you remember the day? Do you remember the phone call? What happened? Yeah, so um, I think so. I think it was the end of my first full SNL year. And uh, Pash, who was the coach of the Elite League at the time, he messaged me. And I, I'd spoke to him a few times before that, uh, just about hockey and stuff. And then um, he messaged me and said, I want you to come to pre-season camp this season and, and then just train with us for the rest of the year from there. So obviously I, I grasped that with both hands and I was I was like, yeah, sure, let's do it. And then um, so I, I did the pre-season camp and then we played two, three pre-season games and then a few league games. Then we had a lot of injuries at that time. So I, I was still training with the team and uh, and then I think Pash phoned me one game day and said, we've got a lot of injuries. Like, do you want to play tonight? And I was like, well, yeah, of course, let's do it. And that's kind of just when it all started. And then uh, I think I played maybe, I think I played maybe 18 games or something that season. And then after I'd, I'd played for a little bit, guys started coming back from injury. So there wasn't really enough room to get me on the game sheet most nights. But I was still practicing that whole year and it was still pretty surreal getting to play and trade every day. So, Ben, I want to talk about um, that 2021-2022 uh, season because you did split your time between the two teams, but you also participated in the um, WJC Under-18 tournament, and you represented Great Britain and even had a big goal during that. Um, talk to us how you got linked up with the team, um, how that opportunity came about. And I know it was Great Britain, so do they pull guys or do they have to pull like two Scottish players, two players from like a Sheffield area, or is it just all grouped together? Uh, so it's just, it's just all grouped together. And uh, so I'm the tournament that we went to was in April, 2022. So, uh, yeah. So the whole seat, that 21, 22 season, there was multiple trials that got held down in Sheffield. So I think there was maybe, five six seven trials throughout the season where like we'd have to travel down and uh do the trials and stuff and they progressively cut the team down into smaller numbers and eventually they picked the final team for going but uh yeah no there's no there's no uh kind of ruling on where they have to pick the players from it's just all all grouped together like uh like i mean i was the only scottish guy there but uh, yeah, it was just all grouped together. Talk to us about that big goal in the tournament. <laughs> so I think we were, it was against Serbia. And I mean, I think we were up maybe three, four, nothing. And um, my uh, my mate, Kel, he, he was a D-man. He, he skated up the whole length of the ice. And uh, he kind of cut across the blue to the left and skated into about the the face-off dot and I just hung behind him and he just dropped it back to me and I and I kind of just I mean it was at the end of the shift so I tried to kind of just get it on goal uh, and then I ended up picking out the top left corner and uh, yeah I made it I think it, I think it was either four or five no that made it I can't really remember what the score was at the time but that was uh, that was a pretty cool feeling getting a score for GB. 
So talk to us about your first experience in the uh, your first elite game, if you can remember. And just being with those guys, um, again, not in camp, but during the season when you jump in there, you're playing with grown men, feeding families here. Uh, you're also dealing with imports from all over the world, along with uh, UK-based players. How much of a transition is it uh, from the SNL to the EIHL? Well, it's, uh, it's it's a big jump. It's definitely a big jump from the SNL to the Elite League because obviously the, the the SNL it's more it's more just men who are playing for fun in the SNL. But I mean, like like I said, the SNL is getting more competitive as time goes on. But uh, yeah, it was it was a big jump, and uh, I remember my first game. And I remember my first shift. And I, I remember, I remember getting on. And I was like, right, okay, this is a big jump. Like guys were flying coming out because I was actually I was playing D that time, that game, and uh, yeah, guys were coming flying at me. But I think after maybe one or two shifts, I kind of got my feet a little bit and kind of realized, like, okay, like this is going to be fast compared to the SNL. So, but so- yeah. So, Ben, I do have a question because I know the EIHL and I believe the SNL, too, they have quite a bit of fights going on, if not the SNL, then the EIHL. And now yeah. I'm sure you're hearing about the uh, the rule that the um, government in Canada, at least for Quebec, they're trying to get rid of the uh, fighting in QMJHL. I'm just curious. I know it's a kind of an off-topic question, but what are your thoughts on that? And uh, where do you see fighting in hockey personally? Do you think it's worth it to have it in the game still? Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, I'm I'm not really I'm not really a, a fighter. You know, I've never really I've never had a tilt in my life. But um, I don't know. I think sometimes you you kind of you kind of need that to you know get the team going or uh, get get the fans in it at least. So I mean, I I don't know. It's 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 a sticky one to try and answer. I mean, yeah. ah, no, nah, I I don't know. I don't know. How, how, how did the I mean, other players feel about it? Do they ever talk about any of that stuff over there or no? Uh, we've not really spoke about it recently, I don't think. Well, not that, not that I've heard anyway. I mean, I'm, I'm sure some guys would have talked about it, about seeing that the, the Q is talking about banning fighting and stuff, but I've not really heard anyone say anything about it. So you're in a unique position here. So this season you've got something like 41 points and less than – Less than 31 games with the Comets, and you also get uh, some call-ups with the Dundee Stars. Um, and we talked a little bit off-air. It's a unique position because uh, you're 19 just breaking into the uh, EIHL, and you you might not be getting the minutes that, you know, uh, you are in the SNL, but you're certainly getting the, the minutes there. Uh, kind of a unique position, good for you because – you get to continue to develop and play while you might not be getting the ice time in the uh, elite league. How's that working for you? And how are you developing? And you're only 19. I keep saying that, but you're only 19. <laughs> so um, how are you developing and how are you uh, sort of working with the stars and the comets to develop? Is there sort of a plan or what? Uh, I mean, I think, I think it is kind of to me to try and just push myself to get better every day. Um, and I mean, we're, like like you say, we're talking about it off air. I mean, uh, like practicing every day and stuff. I feel like it's making me 
make me better every day. And then I'm kind of able to, you know, showcase that in the SNL, kind of the hard work that I've been putting in. And and it's nice being able to be like a big part of my SNL team. And then also, like I say, being able to train every day and play with the, with the stars. So, yeah, uh, it's just all about trying to push myself to get better every day, I think. And so right now, Ben, do you have, um, if you're able to tell us, um, next season, um, be, just because it is fastly approaching the end of this season, are you guys going, are you going to be staying with the team or are you going to be looking elsewhere to play? Or are you even allowed to say that right now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think for, for me, I'd, I'd love to stay at home, but I, it's, not, it's, not, uh, it's not down to me. Gotcha. Let's uh, let's talk a little. Dundee uh, Stars are, uh, I believe, unfortunately, I, I think they're last in the league at the moment. Uh, and but what is the team doing to continually get better? And what is the uh, sort of the attitude in the in the locker room this season to get better? Uh, I think it's just uh, you know coming to work every day enjoying it firstly and working hard just trying to get better every day just you know uh, just just keep working on our systems making sure all the little details are are in good shape and yeah just uh who would be like the rivals who would who are the rivals for your team so for for the the stars i, I guess it's glasgow and fight because they're the only other two scottish teams in the league but then uh, for for the Comets, so there's two Dundee teams in the SNL. There's the Comets and the Tigers. And, uh, yeah, the Tigers is definitely the Comets' rivals. So where do you see kind of size up for us? Uh, at least uh, Guilford's making a run for it this year. We just had on a Guilford player uh, a week ago. Uh, Belfast might have had a sort of slower start. But they're really turning it on. They won the Challenge Cup. Uh, Sheffield had a rough patch January, February, but they're starting to come alive again. Um, I mean, we could talk about every team, but are there any teams that surprised you personally or that you find they're really tough to play against and why? I think Guilford, Guilford really shocked the league this year, you know, when they were top of the table for a long time. And uh, they've they've got a lot of a lot of speed. Like they are so fast to play against. Uh, yeah, I think Guildford's probably the most shocking one. Like, because I don't think anybody expected them to be way up there. I think uh, Coventry has a, has a good uh, has a hard team to play against this year as well. I mean, we play them a double header this weekend, home in a way. So uh, I think they're probably the two teams that I think are the most surprising and the toughest to play against. So North American listeners might not know this. Uh, SNL, I believe you play only like a 30-game schedule. Uh, it's something like a 50-something in the uh, uh, elite league. Not a lot of room for a team to uh, have a, uh, a slump or you know, a losing streak. So how does a team uh, in the locker room prepare for sort of a short season, if you will, where there's not much room for mistake or you're going to find yourself looking, uh, you know, in front of you at all these other teams? Well, uh, with, with the Comets, we had a, there was a bit of a slump about midway through the year, about maybe the November, December time. 
where uh, where we lost a, a stretch of games that we probably sh- shouldn't have lost. And uh, but then after I think about maybe mid January, we kind of just said to ourselves like, look, we need to get back on track here if we want to get in a good position for playoffs. And mm-hmm. so I think, and since then we've kind of. Uh, We've kind of we've been on a bit of a win streak recently with the comments. I think I think we're five or six in a row with our loss, so we're starting to heat up a little bit. But right at the end of the season, so we're going to jump right into our lightning round. If you don't know what that is, we're going to ask you some questions and just give us a name. If you have a story, the the time is yours. But we're going to kind of make you think. These are going to be sort of off the wall questions. Yeah. All right. I'll start. Uh, if we could in the uh, elite league and uh, we're taking a poll with all of the UK uh, elite players, who has the worst locker rooms in the elite league? Uh, One team went is far ahead of anybody else. I won't tell you. who. Well, I, I've not been, Personally, but I've heard Manchester's pretty bad. Yeah, that's the <laughs> one. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody says Manchester. Yeah, I've not, I've, I've still not played in Manchester yet. Uh, it's just happened that every time we've played Manchester away, I've been playing with the Comets. So, what, which one has the worst ice conditions that you can remember? And we're talking Elite League. Uh, Personally, I don't like Sheffield's ice. I think it's too soft. Um, feels like I'm skating in cement. But uh, probably Sheffield. Cool. So, um, next one. If you could, again, uh, you just kind of start in your pro career, but this could go all the way back to your teenage years, even junior, all the way to junior. Your f- one or two of your favorite line mates? Um, for one of for one of them, I'm going to say my current comics line mate and uh, Dundee Stars legend John Dolan. He's he is phenomenal to play with. He has got a sixth sense. Is ridiculous, uh, and. The second one. Uh, and I'm going to go with the all-time SNL top scorer, Joel Gauchy. Right. He's, oh, okay. uh, he's, a, he's a bulldog to play with. Yeah, he's, yeah he's, a, he's a great player. Has there been any rats or pests in your career yet? Anybody that every time you're on the ice, you're like, dude, this dude just keeps coming after me. And <laughs> anybody like that so far? Yeah, there's been there's been a lot. There's been a <laughs> lot of people like that. Uh, it's uh, oof, there. There's a there's a couple guys when I was like maybe between the ages of like twelve and fifteen. Even when we play, even at that age, like, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to name him because he doesn't play anymore, but he would just try and, like, he'd try and grill me all game. 
and then like then I'd end up like scoring or something when he's on the ice, and I'd be giving it to him. And oh, it's, yeah, there have been a few rats I hate playing against. So are you a, are you a chirper or are you a quiet guy? In the SNL, definitely a chirper. In the Elite <laughs> League, definitely a quiet guy. <laughs> Andrew, um, but, who has uh, been? De- Go ahead. Good, Ben. Uh, yeah, no, like, because in the SNL, I'm only a chopper because uh, if I'm not having a good game, you know, guys are giving me the old, uh, oh, you play in the elite league and you, you're terrible. <laughs> oh, jeez. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, that's 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 the, the the recurring phrase. So this could go back to even your teenage days, but first name that pops to your mind when I say. Who's been the toughest goalie for you or your team to score on? Who's just somebody you hated to try and play against? Um, I mean, that's it's a, it's a tough one to answer because in in Dundee, I know with Junior and SNL, like growing up, we we always had like the best goalie. My 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 mate Liam Griffin, he doesn't play anymore, but when when he was younger, he was insane, like so good. But right now, right now, I, I still think we have the best goal in the league, so it's kind of tough. Uh, but if there was one goal in like the SNL, I'd say that I wouldn't want to. Well, it's probably the toughest goalie in the SNL. It's probably either. Ah, it's tough. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so I don't have too much it's, trouble, man. You were lighting it up in the SNL anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's that's true. Uh, oh, me, Andrew. I'm sorry. All right. So, any pre-game rituals or superstitions? Uh, I have a set warm up that I'll do after playing a game of sewer, and that's about it. Okay. So you... uh... go ahead, Ben. I'm sorry. That's uh, yeah. No, that's that's all I got. That's all I was uh, saying. So when you jumped up to the elite league, obviously there's a difference in the size of guys and the toughness for sure. And there's some really tough guys over there. Who who is the toughest guy? you've played against maybe not somebody and I'm not saying who you fought or, or gotten to a scrum with, but just somebody that's on the ice that you've been on the ice with. You're like, yeah, I want you to stay far away from this guy. Any psychopath um, on the skates. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a, there's a, there's a few heavyweights that I think would run me over in the elite league. Um, I can't really think of anybody that uh, that I've been up against that's you know really really ran me over or anything like that. But I would say if I was on another team last season in the Elite League, I wouldn't like to play against Kyle Haas. I don't know if you know who that is. Yeah, yeah, he's tough. He's uh, he's yeah, he's a uh, he's a tough character. So talk to us a little bit. We know uh, about the Dundee fan base. Uh, they're loyal. And again, uh, the, and I'm talking, we'll just talk the stars, but it can be the Comets as well. I'm sure there's a lot of uh, um, 
overlay between the two teams. Very loyal fan base. Talk a little bit about the fans. Talk a little bit about the arenas that you're playing in. Uh, I mean, with, with the stars, the fans are great. Like, um, you know, there's always there's always a group of them, at least at every away game we go to. You know, they're always supporting us, even from afar. And, uh, yeah, no, they're, they're, they're great with us. Uh, the fans, yeah, I, they're good fans. And, I mean, with the Comets, uh, we don't have as much fans as the Stars, but they're definitely loyal. They've not changed since since I started playing SNL a couple of few years ago. Um, they've always been loyal. They've always been great with us, always supporting the team. Even even at, even at like away trips, I think it's it's always the same fans that are going. It's it's good, yeah. All all the fans out that you know are supporting the stars or the comments are great with us. Which which fan base has been the most brutal when you guys play away games? Uh, um, Who has the harshest fans? Uh, we heard Sheffield's pretty rough to play in. We also, um, we also heard Belfast too. Heard Nottingham's bad too. Yeah, I I've not really had any experience with Belfast fans or Sheffield fans, but Nottingham fans. So when you play in Nottingham, um, the this so where the bench is, this the stands kind of start right behind the bench. So you've got all these Nottingham fans right behind you, just screaming and down your ear, and, and then um, there's some. Yeah, I've heard Fife Fife is pretty bad too. Uh, that's a that's a that's a local rival, and um, I remember there was one game me uh, and uh, Hugo Reinhardt weren't playing, so we were injured and we were playing in Fife, but we went through, and we're sitting in the stands, and uh, there's a group of little girls in front of us, and Fife scored, and they're turning around like flipping the board at us and giving us and giving us absolute dogs abuse and. Yeah, five five fans are are wild too. Yeah, it sounds like Andrew and I. We keep talking about it. We're going to have to make a trip, and we'll have to go to a bunch of uh, arenas in the in the UK because it it sounds like a great fan experience. Might not be for you players, but at least for the fans, it sounds like it's <laughs> it's, uh, it's 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 a great thing. Where do you see hockey in the UK or Scotland, in particular, um, heading in the future from? A North American perspective looking in from over here, it looks like uh, attendance is way up in the EIHL. Uh, looks like there's more quality players that are coming onto the scene. The uh, Great Britain uh, international teams are getting better and better each year. So it seems like hockey's picking up, but is it? Or is it not? Yeah, I I definitely think it is. Like, like you say, the attendances are going up. Uh, even in the SNL, for it being like an amateur slash semi-pro league, there's some there's some cities where they don't have an elite league team, so their fan bases at the SNL games are nuts. Like Edinburgh, and and it's, it probably doesn't sound like a lot, but Edinburgh is one of the biggest rinks in Scotland, and they're getting about maybe seventeen hundred to two thousand fans a game, and for the SNL, that's huge. And it like even it you know, like local derbies between uh, the Comets and Tigers, there's got to be at least maybe 1,500, 1,700 in, in the, the Dundee rink. 
and the Dundee rink only holds, I think, 2,300. So it's pretty, it's pretty electric in the SNL. And yeah, it's good to see that the attendances are in hockey. Yeah, hockey is definitely picking up in the UK. It's definitely becoming more recognized. So last question for me is, uh, and tough one to answer because um, I want you to be honest, but I don't want you to like ruin anything with any future coach, but where do you see your role is on a team? Where Or where, where do you see yourself progressing? Like you said, your role is different in the Scottish League uh, compared to the Elite League, but where do you kind of see yourself future as this is my role? Or where would you like to be, I guess I should say? I mean, I'd like to be, well, I'd like to imagine myself being, uh, you know, kind of like a, like a top six guy, top six forwards. Uh, probably like a, maybe not a goal scorer, but not a playmaker, kind of like right in the middle. Just some, so in the SNL, between, are- are you top six in the SNL when you're normally there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, uh, and again, you're, like I said, you're in a weird position where you're, and I'll say this so you don't have to say it. You could just smile or just look at the camera, but uh, it almost seems like, you know, you're, you, you're just lighting it up in, in the Scottish league and you're just kind of not there. You're ready to morph into uh, the elite league. Um, and you know you could actually probably go on to play in any elite league in 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 Europe or even come over to North America. Um, so, do you kind of see yourself moving back into elite league full time here in the future? Or I mean, that's what you'd like to do, but it just seems like uh, you know you're getting the ice time, but you're almost too good for the league, should I say? Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously going to the elite league full time is kind of what I'm aiming for. Definitely. Uh, it, it would, uh, yeah, it'd be cool to go full time with the team I grew up watching and, and uh, imagining myself playing for them, you know, in my back garden, I'd have my, my Dundee stars jersey on and, you know, I'll go for the Dundee stars and stuff. So yeah, it'd be cool to go full time with them. That's, uh, that's definitely what I'm working towards. So you're only 19. What is your most memorable moment so far in your hockey career? Has it been one moment where you stepped on the ice and you just thought, man, life is great? Or can you remember a, a certain memorable moment for you? Uh, so so when, when we play with like the, the Scotland junior teams, uh, we play against the, the regions of England. So we play like Scotland against North Midlands, southeast and southwest of England, and uh, I remember. So we won that under 11s, mm-hmm. and then under 13s when I captained the team, and I remember winning that for the first time. And that was <laughs> that was that was special. Um, we had the captain, that group of guys, to win in uh, winning. You know, kind of like your, at, at that age, that's your biggest tournament ever, and. Uh, yeah, that was that was pretty surreal getting to win that. Well, Ben, I think we're we're out of questions here, man, and I don't want to take up too much of your time. So again, um, we appreciate you coming on the show and talking about your experiences. We'll be watching the rest of this season with uh, you guys and following you specifically, and uh, we wish you all the best, man. And hopefully, we can have you on in the 
in the future to talk more about your career. Yeah, definitely. Thanks. Uh, thanks very much for having me on. It's, uh, it's been fun. It's been real fun. So, Andrew, I was a little bit tongue-tied in this episode. I apologize to the listeners. I feel like I'm stumbling all over myself. Maybe I'm not having a, a good day. But, uh, Ben, great guy, young kid. Yeah, always great to have uh, young prospects because that's what he is. He's only yeah. 19. And, you know, it's always weird asking that last lightning round question, which people know we like to ask favorite moment and everything. But he probably doesn't have too many because he's just now getting started. And he's probably making those moments you know, every year on the way at certain points. So we do wish him the best of luck. And I think he, he's got a bright future ahead of him, man. He's tearing it up and the SNL and is just trying to find his game in the EIHL, which at 19, I'm sure he will find it under the right system and coach, whether it be with Dundee or somebody else. And, and I didn't want to embarrass him too much, uh, but it is true. It's like, he's, it's like, he's too good for the, uh, SNL and he belongs in the UK. He's 19. You know, he's going to end up there full time and uh, he's going to have a great career and a great Scott player. I mean, uh, it's going to be fun to watch his career and uh, see him blossom. Yeah, absolutely. And dad, while we're on the air too, we'll have to have Dave come on in the next few weeks before the NHL season stops. We've had some people say, Hey, I know you guys just did an episode a couple of weeks ago, but you know, since all the trades and all these things and the Bruins' recent performances, they, they definitely want to hear um, about that, and especially from Dave. So we'll have to do a little bonus episode because um, we do have guests lined up for, what, the next month or so? So Yeah, and we've got, a, we've got another head coach in the East Coast League here in North America. Uh, he'll be coming on next week. We just booked him, so uh, stay tuned for that one. And uh, I believe we're working on another goalie from the East Coast American League. So we got a lot of fun guests coming up. And yeah, we got to have uh, uh, Cappy back on to give us a little preview of the NHL playoffs. It's going to be fantastic. Playoff season, go Bruins. If you know our listeners know we're very pro Bruins. And uh, we want to thank all the listeners. And we're enjoying doing North American hockey jumping over to the UK, jumping over to, uh, um, you know, uh, Germany and Sweden. Uh, we enjoy covering it all. Yeah, Dad, and we're nearing up. Uh, we've, we've already had a two-year anniversary, so we're coming up on three later this year. And just appreciate everybody constantly supporting us. And, you know, we do want to say um, we've been having some of our best I guess you could say numbers, but I guess performance as far as listeners and the support that we've had on this podcast this month and last month, um, it's really started to take off and blow up. So we just want to, again, take the time to say thank you to all the new and um, the people that were already loyal and listening to us before, because, you know, Dad, it's still a treat to be able to do this and have people that care to listen to not only us, but the whole podcast is to listen to these players, ex-coaches, whatever, whoever may be, their stories get a little bit of insight um, to the hockey game um, that fans may not see on surface level and try and bring that to the fans more. Yeah. And our last plug, if you haven't, um, we're available on just about any and every uh, podcast app, but go ahead and, and subscribe to us because that uh, does help us out quite a bit. And uh, we're, uh, Looking forward to bringing you more from the wonderful world of hockey. Until then, I'll say goodbye, Andrew. All right. We appreciate everybody tuning in. Have a wonderful day.